Dave from Australia, from the palatial yet not overly ostentatious Bill Show Studios. It's time for the Bill Show Politics this week. And now, here are your hosts, Bill and Randy. Hello, Randy. Hey, Bill. Bill, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. How are you, Bill? I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. How are you, man? How are things? Yeah, good. There's a terrible smell. Is it coming from me? I forgot to put. I forgot. I forgot to put uh, John Wayne back in his uh, cryogenic uh, <laughs> capsule. And Did you leave John Wayne out of the freezer from last time? <laughs> Jesus, right. man. I, I, I thought James David Manning would yeah, well, no, he, help he wasn't, put him he, away for him, but no. He, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't a fan. So. He had an Amway convention. He was out for the weekend. He could, he could, yeah. he didn't do nothing. So, uh, <laughs> yes, we put John Wayne back in the freezer, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to show 273. Where it, it is, it is. Yeah. That's a that's a big one. 273, yeah. this is our first of our new weekly shows, our short, short sharp weekly shows in which we... Uh, the second, the second. Well, yeah. Are you just we making... last week. Are you just making sounds in a microphone again? I didn't understand the word you just said. <laughs> I said it's the... We did our first one last week. Yes, of yes. the weekly shows. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, first of all, uh, we've been uh, here... In Australia, where we are, uh, mm-hmm. we've been. Uh, let's see. Uh, what? What? Uh, we've we've had windstorms. We've had windstorms. It's been. Oh yeah, bad ones. Oh my God! It it it's, it was like. Wind- and it snowed. It snowed in Sydney, and it hasn't snowed in Sydney for like twelve years. I know. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. Seriously. God is drunk and at the you know at the thermostat again. He's he's crazy, and uh, so we we've been uh, stopping this Wizard of Oz you know windstorms, chasing our wheelie bins around the world. You know they blow away. <laughs> Nothing like a fat man chasing a fucking wheeling bin down the street. You know, it's, yeah, that's well, you've got bigger hills than I do. So. Yeah, that's comedy. I live on a really steep hill. So yeah, it, I'm I'm not so bad. I'm not so bad. It's so. like unintended exercise, and it's really I uh, I frown on it. Uh, and so <laughs> <laughs> you know, seriously, oh. I'm sucking on my nicotine mints. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like puffing my ass. Yes, I know I'm overweight, and I'm gonna die. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, look, no, nobody gets out of here alive, Bill. No, no, we don't. Yeah. We don't get out of here alive. That's so true. Death, 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 death is the number one killer. Look out for the warning signs of death. <laughs> a rotting smell. <laughs> uh, okay. No, that's a bit. That's a bit too late. By that's then. a bit too late. Well, uh, I did want to take note that BB Netanyahu, oh, better known as BB, yeah. <laughs> PB <laughs> Netanyahu, the Middle East is kind of toaster man to Trump, uh, is leaving the building, evidently, and we are just so sad. <laughs> After 12 years, 12 years. Oh, motherfucker. I know, I thought he would never leave. That's <laughs> just not, Jesus Christ. It's like, you know, I remember. And they had to have a coalition of eight different parties. Eight, count them, eight different parties had to agree to sleep together to get yeah, rid of him. Yeah, I know. 
And I like that two of the extreme parties. It was like it was like even the most diehard radical left person and the most diehard yeah. radical right person were more pissed and off. An Arab and an Arab party, yeah, yeah, and an Arab party, yeah. That's right. They they were so pissed off with Netanyahu. People who would never talk to each other said, "Oh fuck it, man, just yeah. get get the fuck this guy out of here." You know, I mean, yeah. it's just and then we'll, then we'll sort our then we'll sort our then we'll sort out. out you know, that, it's yeah. great. It's it's like if Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to uh, Bill O'Reilly and Rush Limbaugh, just, if he was alive, decided to league with Bernie Sanders and uh, Jimmy Dore. <laughs> you know, it's you know, <laughs> you know so it's like a this is a combination production of Democracy Now and Fox News. It would never happen anywhere else. Um, so goodbye to Bibi, and of course the other uh, uh, the thing we had. Uh, in the uh, news was uh, evidently uh, Trump did a Nixon. He did a Nixon. A what? Uh, we didn't know of all. Tell, tell me what you mean. Well, you know, I, I keep doing this theme through our entire, you know, talk together. What does a white man have to do to get arrested in that country? Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, fuck, you know, and I, I'm, I, evidently he's planning a, a, a series of uh, uh you know, rallies now. Uh, he's still running around, you know. Uh, and uh, I'm sitting there going, "Hey, let's let's get to the guillotine part." And and here's another reason because evidently, when uh, the Congressional Investigative Committee was investigating his uh, his office during impeachment, he had the Department mm -hmm. of Justice. Bug the phones of the Democratic members of that committee. Well, I'm not a crook. Oh, he bugged really. He bugged the phones of uh, the head of the Democratic committee, whose name escapes me because I'm getting old. He, he you know, he basically bugged. You know, they're, they're, they're mobile phones. And evidently, actually not only bugged a senator's phone, but also bugged their daughter's phone, who was like 12. You know, because you never can. Oh, you okay. never can tell. Yeah, well, you, you, you get some real dirt there. Yeah, I know. Right? I, uh, you know. So, I, you know, again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, brings us to our first point. Something I wanted to get yeah. into. Let's do the news theme, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> well, guys, you yeah. may have thought that after four years of Trump and attempted coup and Biden's election by the greatest amount of popular vote in U.S. history, that we might have a mandate to institute change. <laughs> uh, but then again, you would be working under the assumption that we live in a democracy not a partially crippled banana republic that has only two parties. One that behaves like a frat boy on acid coming back after a Klan rally, and the other is a 58-year-old middle-aged single mother that has to bail him out of jail and clean up the fucking mess he makes every four years. That's what the GOP has been. For as long as I can remember, a spaced-out suicidal frat boy on meth. And boy, 
as the Democratic yeah. single mom have had has had to clean up after you. Oh, and for so so long. Let's tell you a story. The GOP's first dumbass frat boy president was in 2001 when they brought home George W. Bush. And by the way, Georgie wasn't even invited. You stuck him in the back way when I was asleep because he didn't actually win the fucking election. Mm. Then, in eight short years, he pissed down the curtains, invaded and tortured the neighbors, and looted your mother's bank account until she was fucking broke. Then in, come, then in come the Democrats. You know, single, patient, indulgent mom. Yes, that 58-year-old single mom, Barack Obama. Someone you kept referring to as the Negro housekeeper while he was cleaning up. He comes in. Hmm. He puts out the fire. He stops us from losing everything. And while he's trying to vacuum under the drapes, you keep on puking on him. <laughs> you accuse him of not being his, uh, not being your real mother because <laughs> he's not from the country and he's communist and from Nigeria. All this way, it kept your fucking sneakers on the sofa with that stupid baseball cap on your head. You make it your goal to subvert everything mom is trying to do and then blame her for the problem. Finally, finally, in 2016, we were coming out of it. Things are getting better. We're not so unpopular with the neighbors. Why don't they love us? Well, possibly because we're not killing and torturing as many of them. You look at the new mom we select. And granted, she wasn't great. (laughs) You looked at the new mom we selected, Mom Hillary. (laughs) And you go off your fucking tree. You conspire with people outside our neighborhood to get rid of her. And then suddenly you're back in the house and it's like it's risky business all over again. And you don't just burn down the drapes, you sell them. You got the condo, give everything to your frat boys, humiliate the guests, shit on the carpets, and when we try to get rid out of you, you actually literally trying to burn the fucking house down. And now, you psychotic frat boy scumbags are having rallies again. For the proper advice on such problems, let's go to the wise and grizzled Bruno Gianelli for my favorite piece of fantasy left-wing porn, The West Wing, which absolutely positively deduced the problem with the Democrats under Obama and what the Democrats should say to Republicans now. Cue the West Wing. Because I am tired of working for candidates who make me think I should be embarrassed to believe what I believe, Sam. I'm tired of getting them elected. We all need some therapy. Because somebody came along and said liberal means soft on crime, soft on drugs, soft on communism, soft on defense, and we're going to tax you back to the Stone Age because people shouldn't have to go to work if they don't want to. And instead of saying, well, excuse me, you right-wing, reactionary, xenophobic, homophobic, anti-education, anti-choice, pro-gun, leave it to beaver trip back to the 50s, we cowered in the corner and said, please, don't hurt me. No more. No more! 
That's it. That's it. We're tired of cleaning. Here's an idea just for laughs. Isn't it time we investigated, I don't know, the incitement of a fucking attempted coup and the murder of three friggin' police officers by you bunch of fucking troglodyte fascist manipulative lying bigoted dime store mom and pop reaction flag waving mouth breathing motherfuckers the republicans don't want one you don't want an investigation of your attempted coup well that's fucking sweet well okay then are you kidding me are we letting them get away with that they went on about benghazi for a year and a half with no support from the Democratic Party. And we're not investigating their assault on the Capitol and the murder of police officers and those people who instigated that. We're not investigating that because the Republicans don't want to? (laughs) Okay, you're right. Don't do a Benghazi. Appoint a special prosecutor. You know, what they did for Clinton when he was having a fucking blowjob. Oh, I'm sorry, Randy. I had to get that Get it off out. your chest. I don't know. Frustrating. But you're absolutely well, right, look, Willie. These people uh, should be investigating that. They, they for some reason... The Democrats are not going to put are not pushing them. No, no, and you know I, I, the window is closing, yeah, man. Uh, but the, you have uh, we have got to crush these guys, man. You are, <laughs> man. You have a window that's just that far, and what happened to Obama is now starting to happen to Biden. Yeah, you know, and we got Man- Mansion, uh, you know, Mansion over there, screaming about bipartisanship. By the way, <laughs> Mansion's a tool, and he always has been. <laughs> he always has been. Let me. I'm going to play for you something that I I, I found. Uh, uh, Mansion, who's the uh, senator from West Virginia. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there are two of them. There's uh, there's Mansion and there's the woman from uh, Arizona, yeah. Cinema, yeah. And they're the ones who are sitting there going, "No, we want bipartisanship." And then they, and then they vote against, knowing full they, well they're vote not going to get their own it. best interests. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I I I, I want to tell you something that 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 here's here's Mansion, okay. And this is an ad that uh, he ran. Uh, oh my. God, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's Manchin uh, running for something. Uh, I think he was running for Senate the first time, and uh, this is uh, one of his ads. Uh, have a listen. I'm Joe Manchin. I approve this ad because I'll always defend West Virginia. As your senator, I'll protect our Second Amendment rights. That's why the NRA endorsed me. I'll take on Washington and this administration to get the federal government off of our backs and out of our pockets. I'll cut federal spending. And I'll repeal the bad parts of Obamacare. I sued EPA, and I'll take dead aim at the cap and trade bill because it's bad for West Virginia. By the way, Randy. <laughs> by the way, Randy, uh, I, uh, you'll, you'll feel relieved yeah. that in this time of burgeoning gun deaths, that uh, he's actually carrying a gun, <laughs> and yeah. and then he boasts about the NRA. 
supporting him. <laughs> and and then he hey, he takes money talks and bullshit walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he takes a bill. He he puts it on a tree and he fires a bullet through it. <laughs> For a note. Yeah. For a dollar bill. Yeah. I don't know. I Joe, Joe doesn't seem like a Democrat at all, does he? <laughs> yeah. One of my f- well, th- that's actually against that's actually against the law. Yeah. But my favorite is this ad. This ad uh is is kind of kooky and fun without him, you know. Carrying a deadly weapon. <laughs> this one's uh, this was kind of kooky and fun. I like Joey. He's he's a down to earth kind of guy, and he talks about how much he cares about you know excessive spending. Here, have a listen to this. For more than twenty years, Joe Manchin has gotten his hair cut by the same barber, his wife Gail. So it's not surprising as governor he cut waste, cut taxes, and put our state's finances in order. As our senator, Joe sponsored the balanced budget amendment, cut spending in his office, and returned $700,000 to the federal treasury. I'm Joe Manchin. I sponsor this ad because a penny saved is a penny earned. And he's cheap. (laughs) Yeah, Joe's kind of (laughs) cheap. Also, the fact that Joe really wants to save money makes me kind of wonder why he uh, voted against against refunding the obscene tax cuts that Trump gave corporations. Yeah. I would think that somebody rather conservative would want to, uh, you know, get those back. But evidently, no. And you know something else? Here's something that maybe you didn't know. This is from Mm -hmm. factcheck.com. A Republican TV ad, okay, as a... Okay, as of July 23rd, yeah. last year, Manchin's, Manchin's votes matched Trump's stated positions over 60% of the fucking time. Terrific. He voted with the Republicans on Trump issues more than the Democrats did. Like, more than... Republicans voted for him. He voted more than half of the time for Trump and his agenda, which included the wonderful tax cuts, you know. But, you know, I find Joe Manchin to be, it's about time someone came up and did the LBJ treatment. Well, pick him up, pick him up by the ears. What? This is like, well, you know, there comes a time in which you basically have to. I mean, what's his rationale for voting against the Voting Rights Act? Because he's not just blockading all the financial stuff, he's blockading the Voting Rights Act. It's like, what the fuck? I just got to say that. The Joe's full of shit. He's been a full of shit a long time. Okay? And people sitting there going, well, I just want, uh, you know, bipartisanship. Yet, well, Joe, it's not going to happen. Uh, listen, to the brighter side of the news, I did want to end with something that I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> Since I've been oh, so let's happy. Have, let's have a little lighthearted, yeah. a lighthearted moment. Yeah. In uh, brighter news, Trump advisor and betting specialist Mike Lindell. Uh, this was uh, captured by Jimmy Kimmel, and I really love it. Uh, Trump advisor and betting specialist Mike Lindell catapulted into the spotlight, you know, like a 
homeless man at a train station. <laughs> Mike Pillow, CEO of Mike Lindell rallies, uh, ra- ra- has been uh, setting up rallies to support Donald Trump. Uh, over the weekend, Lindell held another one of his sparsely attended events, this time featuring a video appearance by Trump himself. But one thing that didn't appear was much of an audience, the attendance falling well below the 30,000 that Lindell hoped would turn out. What happened is that, this is what Kimmel said, and I loved it, turns out a bunch of pranksters reserved tickets and never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> But they said they reserved the tickets uh, that one person reserved 50 tickets under the name of Jack Me Off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and they didn't figure it out. Oh, no. And and as Kimmel cracked after, he said, I guess that didn't send the red flags up there. I don't know. Oh fuck it! Very funny, oh, Jimmy. Oh dear! And it wasn't. It wasn't at the. Lo- Did they check the local garden center as well as the local uh, hotel uh, convention center? I don't. I don't I, Make sure they were. The, they were in the right place. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, this is uh, this is just the cut of uh, uh, that wasn't the strangest moment. Kimmel said a military flyby arranged by Liddell didn't go exactly the way we've hoped the, that they might have hoped. So he got some tape. From this flyby, and it's priceless. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, Jimmy Kimmel Show, for this little cut of <laughs> Lindell waiting for the flyover at his sparsely attended Trump rally. Ah, go, Mike. Go, my pillow guy. Here it is. Got a little surprise coming here. Are they, when are they? Yeah, yeah, we have a, we have a surprise in the sky. A surprise in the sky here in, a, in about... Uh, a minute. You hear him coming? You can't, you can't time this. Thirty seconds. Are they coming? Can they see him? We are waiting on a flyover. Would you join me singing God Bless America while we wait on this surprise? God. That money prevents other candidates that may be qualified from having their messages get out there. Yo! Better late than never. Yeah, well. <laughs> How about that? So there's uh, Mike Lindell waiting for his air, air aircraft flyover. <laughs> that didn't happen. Are they coming? Uh, oh, isn't that on? beautiful? <laughs> Let's sing God Bless America. I think I, yeah, right. <laughs> Is <laughs> some guy backstage going, Phil, Phil. All right, everybody, how about a sing along? This <laughs> <laughs> is the, the shabbiest last gasp of every host of every event ever. <laughs> it's like, it's like, all right, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Come on, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Fill it time. Smother, smother him time. with his own pillow, yeah. Yeah, anyway, well, that's about all I have time for, folks. <laughs> and uh, we're going to have a bit of Randy's rant in, uh, in about two tonight. seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite ranty, yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Randy's rant. Well, campaigning in New Hampshire, former Vice President Joe Biden said he believes Republicans will find their way back to working across the aisle after President Trump is out of office. 
I just think there is a way, and the, the thing that will fundamentally change things is with Donald Trump out of the White House. Not a joke. You will see an epiphany occur among many of my Republican friends. Gentlemen, it's time to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because it's time once again for Randy's Rant. It's rant time. That me, Bill, Bill, I told you uh, off off mic uh, that the, I, I'm a method podcaster, and that 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 music does something to me. Yeah, it, I know. It, 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 it gets my uh, draws my it soul right your out. Raises Latin you know? blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it certainly. <laughs> anyway, young young William, uh, and I can say you're young because you're younger yeah. than me. I um, I'm really ranting this week. I'm really. Pissed oh my off. God, Randy's pissed off. What were the chances? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, firstly, uh, I actually uh, telegraphed. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? My uh, that I was going to go after um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh well, um, fish in a bowl. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, in the, in the, well, no, uh, believe it or not. Um, I mean, I've had to shower several times while preparing this segment because I just felt so dirty. Dirty. But in actual fact, uh, in actual fact, um, most of her batshit crazy ideas. Uh, she's a. Uh, by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene is that. Uh, Blonde who won't. Uh, yeah, y'all know who. Walk through uh, the metal detectors. People yeah, out there, yeah, you know who Marjorie Gilly. You remember the blonde? Yeah. Who's yeah, uh, yeah. MT- MTG. MTG is the antithesis of of any sensible congressperson. Mm. Now, but most of her batshit crazy things that she said were before she was elected to Congress from Georgia. Mm. They were they they're mainly from 2017. When she was just a personality and not a uh, political um, uh, proponent. Now, what what she, is she? she uh, what is uh, what does she do for a living? Did she she actually had what? Did, what did I think she was? Uh, no, she was just a mouth. A mouth. She was just a mouth. She was a professional she, yeah. mouth. Okay, good. Yeah. Now, now when she uh, ran for Congress in the last election, unopposed, by mm. the way, for some reason. She ran, and she, uh, the GOP, before they left on the 21st of January, passed a measure that nothing that was said before you were elected had any bearing on what you uh, on your position in the Congress now. Oh, well. so they basically <laughs> might said, change e- policy. Even though, even, though, <laughs> yeah, even though this, even though this blonde bimbo. Hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 hey don't with, objectify uh, what, okay. her. Come on. <laughs> just, okay. okay. <laughs> no, Doc, you don't have to do that. You know, you know, she's not a bimbo. Okay, anyway, she's a, she's a, she's a, a jerk. A jerk, okay. Anyway, but, so, but they could not be used against her, so the GOP put her on two committees. A freshman congressperson yeah. was put on two committees, including the housing yeah. one, which was, and, and she... And and the the Democrats were really pissed off because usually you've got to get your chops before you get given a responsibility. Yeah. So 
when they when the grownups came to office, she was booted off. But uh, she still, still comes out with the most crazy things, uh, going after uh, saying that all the school shootings were staged. You know, uh, uh, oh yeah, false flags. Yeah, and so, yeah. Anyway, I've got this lovely song from Stephen Colbert, which outlines all of her uh, her uh, uh, peccadilloes which I would like uh, you to play now. Yes. Outlining all of Marjorie Taylor Greene's picadillos, here is a cut from Stephen Colbert. The House Minority Leader uh, just issuing a statement a few minutes ago where he essentially says that the Republican conference is going to do nothing to hold Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene accountable for the statements that she made before she became a member of Congress. She pushed QAnon quackery that Trump was the leader who would take out a satanic pedophile cult in government and Hollywood. She's a 9-11 truther. She falsely claimed former President Barack Obama is a Muslim. Well, sometimes she goes out of her mind, and the guy down south to praise her. Marjorie Taylor Greene, I love Marjorie. And she spews lies about Jews and how they are in control of the space laser. Even when they want to call me an anti-Semite. Said Obama was a Muslim, none of them was a hoax. Democrats are Is that what we're really going to see come out? We have an Islamic invasion. Hugh is someone very close to President Trump. You know, it's a witch hunt. Yeah, that's the real deal there, Matt. <laughs> Randy. That's that's the real deal. She is that's a that's a chunk full of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, oh, cray cray, cray cray, yeah. Cray cray, absolutely. But the thing is, is 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 you never know what she's gonna come up with next. Well, you know, the reason that they put up with her is because she is probably uh raking in donations like they're going out of style. Yeah, yeah. That's why they put her on committees. They put her on committees because they wanted her in the public media. They wanted her in the public well, media. Well, she's out now. So they, she's, they can, she's off the committees now. But uh, well, but she's there to she's there to while Mitch McConnell tries to have uh, some kind of you know uh, shadow play or dumb play about you know decorum yeah. and respect. <laughs> the GOP the GOP keeps numb nuts over here in the back. <laughs> Winking at winking at the mouth breathing base, going. This is what we really the think. This is what we yeah, really this think. Is the knuckle draggers. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Uh, yeah. It's it's basically she's she's the pet knuckle dragger. Yeah. They've always had one. You know, one year. You know, one day it's uh, Michelle Bachman, and that's exactly what Michelle. That's exactly what Marjorie Taylor Greene is. That's right. She's this ver this this year's version of Michelle uh, Bachman. Except she doesn't beat you, you over know? the head with a Bible. I mean, Michelle Bachman was really like. Uh, I don't want the Constitution. I want the Ten Commandments. Uh, at least the Michelle Michelle the Cat Lady Bachman was one of the true stars of the Bill Show for a very long time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And she would. Oh God, the Cat Lady Bachman. She was crazy. Yeah. Now, 
They they've worked on it bionically. <laughs> Oscar Goldman has said Michelle Bachman's dead, but we can rebuild her. <laughs> we can make her faster than before, more racist, more crazy. Even even um, Mitt Romney, who was the who was who actually, I swear to God, I swear, yeah. I swear to God, you know, I I I, I really do. I, I swear to God, somebody once said that. You know, that basically, uh, the only thing keeping Mich- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene actually going yeah. is uh, is uh, you know uh, Rush Limbaugh or somebody like you know controlling <laughs> her. You know, she's, she's, well, he's dead. He moved the head he, too far. He's dead. You know? He's dead now. Thank goodness. Yeah. But the point. The point. Where, yeah, I was going to say Rush. He's gone, yeah, man. But he's, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. Even though he was a bishop in the Mormon Church, I mean, he was really high up there, big high mucky muck. He never beat people yeah. over the head with the Bible, or even the Book of Mormon, or anything. He was a quite he was quite level, uh, ex- except when he got caught in a hot mic. But uh, no, she's just uh, she comes right out and, and people like Romney. Yeah, people like Romney actually aren't. Uh, they're the Republican of old. Well, yeah, they're the the rich Republican with the conscience. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, yeah, he turned around and you know he he you know, uh, give money to a schools program, then take then you know they said about Gerald Ford, they said that if if a if a a kid came to his door and he was starving, Jerry Ford would take that kid, he would dress him, he would absolutely pay for his schooling, absolutely look after that kid yeah. like it was his own, and then he'd go and then he'd go into the Oval Office and vote against the school lunch program. Yeah. That that. <laughs> Is Mitt Romney? Yeah, that's Mitt Romney. That is the old school Republicans. You know, individually, yeah, they're okay. okay. Well, when they get in charge of an education program, or whether you're not going to have health care when you're dying, they suck, and they always have. But you know, Romney's a human. You know, I Romney was governor of Massachusetts. Did he do any good things? Yeah. Did he do any good things? Oh my God, he was a good. He was not a bad governor of Massachusetts. That's why I got pissed off with him when he ran, because he forsook everything that he said. You know Obamacare. Yeah. Obamacare is basically a copy of what uh, many of the elements of Obamacare is a copy of what Mitt Romney instituted in the state of Massachusetts. Right. Universal health care. Everybody's got health care in Massachusetts. One of the best health care programs in, in, in the country. And so Mitt Romney's a pragmatist, but what really gets me squirrely about Mitt Romney is that he wants that presidency like a dog wants a bone. Well, you know, I mean, he was he was willing to get up and more or less get into bed with some of the worst people in the world and disown even his own good ideas just to get a chance to become president of the United States. Mm. And uh yeah, I, I, would I rather have Mitt Romney as a Republican? Shit, yes. But, I mean, you don't notice Mitt Romney sitting here standing up for the civil rights, uh, the voting rights, uh, uh, passage of the voting rights bill. You don't see him standing up for that. No. You know, he's a great guy, but he's not standing up for that. He's not standing but up he, for he, rich corporations who've been fleecing the Treasury for the last yeah, 12 but years, he, but he is actually out, he is paying their the taxes. Now. He is out in the cold now. So, um uh, he is out of the cold, yeah. even with the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, oh, he's gone. Okay, he's, he's gone. Okay, let's um, let's move on. This is my main rant. This is the A rant. The other one was the B rant. Uh, I'm 
okay. quite incensed about something that I read. I'd heard this uh, just fleetingly, but now I've, I've actually uh, found uh, dug deep and found all the facts. Now, you remember last week we talked about what the motivating factor was for the insurrection of January 6th. And that was yeah. these people worried about the great replacement, the great replacement of yeah. their rights uh, with the rights of minorities, okay? Now, uh, and this brought to me, the mo I started looking into the great replacement and I found a lot of information about critical race theory. Now, do you know what that is? Explain it to okay. me. I, 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 I don't know a lot about okay. it, so it, thank you, Doc. Okay. Um, now, it's critical race theory is a way of understanding how American racism has shaped public policy. Uh, and it's actually, but a lot of people are saying, well, it's pitting people of color against white people, liberals against conservatives, et cetera, et cetera. But in actual fact, it's been around for over four decades uh, the core idea is that racism is a social construct, and it is not merely the product of individual bias or, president, uh, or prejudice, but something embedded within legal systems and policies. Now, from the 70s uh, up until now, critical race theory has been used to frame a lot of uh, social engineering and uh, mm. legal analysis, etc., for example, going as far back as the 30s, government officials literally drew lines on the map saying these people are, are mainly colored, these people are mainly not, and all financial uh, dealings should be done based on this map. So, uh, you know, mortgages for black people were charged at a higher rate, etc. Um, there are still a lot mm. of things that are, are, are a problem. Now, play the clip I have. The, cli the clip... The, the, this is such a dividing thing. This is a, 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 a north versus south, a blue versus gray kind of thing. Uh, and there are a lot of people mm -hmm. on both sides shooting at each other. But have a okay. play this clip. It, it, the guy's name is Stephen Sawchuck. He's the associate editor of Education Week, which is a uh, publica okay. publication that goes all over the U.S. Okay. Uh, critical race theory on Randy's rant. Here it is. Educators are facing questions about critical race theory. But what is it and why is it under attack? Critical race theory is an academic and legal concept that's been around for four decades. The core idea is that racism isn't just about individual prejudice or bias. It's woven into public policies and laws, even those that seem to be race blind. Single-family zoning, for example, makes it harder to build affordable housing and further desegregation efforts. In K-12 education, people have applied these concepts to patterns of student discipline and tracking systems. Because racism is part of this context of everyday life, people, white or non-white, who don't intend to be racist can nevertheless make choices that fuel racism, the theory says. It's important to note that critical race theory isn't a program or a training or a curriculum. It's a way of thinking about the world. Still, it's, it's controversial because critics, largely though not exclusively conservatives, allege that this way of thinking fuels division or, or pits people of color against white people. 
Lawmakers in more than a dozen states have already passed or are debating legislation to ban the use of critical race theory or divisive topics in the classroom. Sometimes critical race theory is conflated with anti-racism and social justice, which are more common terms and concepts used and taught in schools. This might mean that parents or school board members could use the term critical race theory to challenge curriculum and lessons. Proposals to ban critical race theory could have a chilling effect on what teachers teach about certain topics. <clears throat> they might worry that teaching the full history of the removal of indigenous peoples or the Civil War or the Tulsa race massacre will land them in trouble with parents or administrators. While some district officials have issued mission statements or resolutions, or they've spoken about changes in their policies using some of the discourse of critical race theory, it's actually not clear to what extent educators are explicitly teaching these concepts or even using curriculum materials or other methods that implicitly draw on them. That That is really interesting, yeah, Andy. No, that, that is very interesting. I know. I, I, but, you know, you, I was, I was I, just... I don't understand why do, why are conservatives up in arms about teaching those subjects and understanding that of course the social constructs of which you live mm-hmm. are going to influence how you think. Well, it's because they're seeing it as justifying uh, the replacement of, of their rights with the rights of everyone. Now, uh, almost uh, now, even though critical race theory is used in a lot of social engineering. It's in the K-12 to education where it's most coming under attack. They're saying that we mm. should not have the right, and individual teachers should even be guarded against teaching e- equity, diversity, and racism as a subject. Now, that's, that's yeah. scary. Now, well, no, it's uncomfortable. It, it's uncomfortable to, you know, yeah. at dinner parties to talk about the trail of tears. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just really, it's so, it's a bummer around the clam deck. Yeah. You know, I, and, you know, not to mention slavery or the fact that America's entire diverse power as a country has been built on slavery and on racism, and slavery and uh, indigenous on racism and the 120 million indigenous peoples that died of disease and uh, were murdered. Now, hmm. almost, yeah. almost half. Almost half of the fifty. And by the way, can I say can I say that this is uh, just just let me interrupt something. That's not exclusively an American thing. Oh no no yeah, no. Let's no, not no, it's say not. This. America is this terribly racist. You want racism? Think. Look at the way the British uh, uh, treated almost every third world country. Oh, they, they their co- their ever colonial managed. policies. Yeah. Uh, str- yeah, no, I mean, so, you know, I, I know that it's uh, it's true that we should talk a lot about racism in the United States. It's everywhere. Yeah. And these policies, these racist policies happened here in Australia. Well, we're talking about in the, 20, I mean, in the 20th and the 21st century now. Uh, yes, when that... When yeah, they, I mean, but, but I mean, it, they could kidnap Aboriginal kids and raise them as white... And that policy extended into the 1970s in Australia. Yeah, yeah, the the the, the stolen generations. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. when they settled Australia, anyway, when they ahead. settled Sorry. Australia in uh, 1790, they uh, 1788, they declared it to be terra nullis. There was no people here, even even no. though there were hundreds and thousands of Aboriginals who'd lived here for fifty thousand years. It was still yeah. vacant land, and that was up mm. until. Uh, 1967, I think, just about, 
So yeah. that's pretty damn. That's and pretty darn scary. It is scary, but you know one of the things that's happened, thanks largely to labor government governments here in you know Australia, yeah. the Labor Party here, and uh, Keating being one of them, was our, one of our great prime minister, labor prime ministers in Australia, is like like in Canada, they they've made an effort to come to terms with these wounds, to acknowledge yeah. them, to apologize for them, as as did to New go Zealand. Into yeah. Yeah, and uh, the problem, I guess, with America is is that you still have a power blocks within the United States that don't want that. Well, even Marjorie Taylor Greene says we should still teach slavery because if it wasn't for slavery, uh, we wouldn't have a, a nation. Uh, it's it was a good thing, and uh, uh, maybe that people should learn from that. And I'm saying, what? You know, it's no, no. But Marjorie, Marjorie, I know. <laughs> Marjorie, Marjorie's talking to those folks on Green Acres. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in the, around the. We're, by golly, okay. she's right. Now, send how much money we got? Forty dollars, Ab. <laughs> well, send her thirty. <laughs> uh, well, all, now this is the important part. Almost half, almost half of the fifty states. Um, mainly red, have legislation in place or planned to block the teaching of anything resembling critical Mm -hmm. race theory. Let me just give you a few of these. And this is from like Arizona Arizona to Wisconsin. A bill was introduced in June to prevent teachers from promoting race or sex stereotyping and withholding state aid from schools that violate this prohibition. Uh, uh, one uh, state senator introduced a bill to bill to prohibit schools from teaching divisive concepts like race or sex. Mm. I mean, the, like I say, all of these bills are trying to get rid of uh, the, engaging in political, ideological, or religious advocacy in the classroom. Uh, and, mm. You know, there are uh, Massachusetts isn't there, and nor is California. But like I say, all, almost no. all the states are there. Now that is real. Well, I mean, Texas has been Texas has been doing that for years. Yeah. Look at the textbooks in Texas from nineteen eighties. You know, I, entire parts of you know, even in New England, the same thing for years and years and years. None of this stuff was covered. Yeah. Now there's an obligation that you actually tell the truth, and some people don't want you to tell the and truth. And that's why. And that's what this Am I surprised? is going to get rid of. But the thing is, they're actually going after the teachers now in Nevada. They're pro- of course they're going after yeah, teachers. They're proposing. What's the first thing you can know you can do? Yeah, it's the first thing you always know that you can do. Randy is go after the fucking teachers. This what, the people who Nevada, look after your kids. Yeah. In Nevada, they propose... You pay them like shit, you kick the crap out of them, and then when they try to get inventive, oh, good, send them to jail. They're proposing to force teachers to wear body cams to ensure they don't teach critical race theory. Another state proposes a $5,000 fine for the individual teacher caught promoting uh, equity, diversity, and racial theory. And they're calling racism a theory. I mean, this is disgusting. It really bothers me that they would imagine making a teacher wear Randy, a body cam. What states? What states are these? Okay, here I'll go through them. Uh, let's see: Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, uh, Arkansas. What a surprise! Yeah. <laughs> well, like I say, most of the states that are doing this out of the out of the fifty are red. Idaho. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. What do you expect from a pig but a grunt? Yeah. What yeah. do you expect them to do? 
Well, ma- you know, I ma- say something about the. Cons- I say something. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. On. Sorry. I say something about the conservatives in this country, and I, I said it the other day. There are things that you know that they're going to go after, and I think it's true in America too. And uh, if you want Republicans, you got to come to the terms. They're going to go after old people. They're going to go after poor people. They're going to go after the sick. They're going to go after the middle class. But most of all, you know what they're going to go after? Mm-hmm. The press and education. Because people in a conservative country, they don't want a critical thinking mind. No. They don't want people questioning what the fuck that they're hearing, especially in Arkansas. They don't want little kids coming home with the idea that, hey, maybe the the history we have isn't an entire context. Maybe there's a reason people are pissed off with us. No, no. If you want a great, uh, I think that they should be showing, you know, I used to watch Alistair Cook's America. Okay, show that. But then show Oliver Stone's Untold History of the United States. Exactly. Which, by the way, is a seven-part documentary that that and Howard Zinn's uh, great, great book, uh, A People's History of the United States. Now, you're never going to get those guys, you know, or, or you know, you're never going to get be able to get those guys into a classroom because the winners write the history and, and you know, the right wing does not want critical thinkers. In fact, most conservative people, most conservative people in government, you will, if, if I'll bet you money, you go around the world and show real cuts to education or public education, I'll show you a conservative government. Yep. Every they're fucking taking, time. They're taking a page out of Joseph Goebbels' <laughs> uh, book, you know, uh, about the hearts and minds of the people, and uh, and it's scary that they're actually repeating the, these yeah. same things that were done. In in uh, in Nazi Germany, so I'm uh, I, I am worried that uh, if people oh you should be worried if people start this uh, you know, critical I'm- race theory and eliminating the teaching of anything resembling uh, uh, yeah. criticism, uh, racist or sexist co- uh, concepts uh, in Pennsylvania, mm. they're stopping that. Limit how teachers how teachers oh. discuss racism and sexism, and ban schools from hosting. <laughs> Uh, speakers and assigning book which books with which advocate racism or sexism uh, from either side. I re- I re- I remember there was this uh, thing that I think you put it up on Facebook, and I thought it was very good. And it was uh, a quote. This is like uh, a school uh, banned to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. From their book list because it people made people feel, feel uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, that's and underneath <laughs> that's, that's, that's the point. That's why. <laughs> that's the what the fucking book's about, assholes. That's what it is about. It's about making you feel uncomfortable. About making you face what you preconceived notions are. Yeah. And heaven forbid you should ever do that in the population centers that have the most stupidity, morbid apathy, morbid racism. I mean, come on. I would rather, I'd rather take a fucking letter opener and put it through my frontal lobe than live in fucking Arkansas. Okay? I wake up every fucking day <laughs> happy. I don't live in fucking or, Arkansas. Or, or if I was West in Arkansas. Virginia, or West Virginia or South Dakota or any of them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, where's the Bill Hicks one said? He said, he said basically, he said, man, I, man, if I was in Arkansas, I'd be, I'd be praying for alien abduction every day. 
<laughs> and I I wouldn't I wouldn't be I wouldn't get picky greyhound. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like fuck out. You know, anal probe me. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, that's, really, that's that's you know. me. I'm all ratted out. Man, that that that, that was a good one. That was well, a rather interesting I think, critical race theory. I think if we edu- educate our listener, um, the, mm. not educate. I don't want to. Pontificate. Well, oh, no, you educated yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, uh, they probably already know well, it. They're smarter I didn't, than me. I didn't, I, I, and this I, has been around since the 70s. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. You didn't? No, I mean, I didn't understand it. I didn't. It didn't have a name. It didn't have a name. I knew yeah. they didn't want to teach uh, uh, the history of America, including, uh, you know, the, the treatment of indigenous peoples or slavery. Yeah, or, but yeah. I, didn't, it, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah, I I, th- I think that if you did a uh, kind of oral history of America, that that if you if they did include those things, it would be kind of like you know, and then they landed, and then uh, Valley Forge, and wonderful thing, and then there was this little thing that happened in Tulsa. Yeah. You know, it's like anyway, you know, it's kind of like Tulsa. Yeah, nineteen twenty Tulsa. So anyway, that takes us to the nineteen fifties, and so I mean, so they're the, the things we don't want. Said, yeah. Every well, country there's the, has there's them. the big, big molasses flood of Boston. That was 1920 as well. <laughs> they're, they're having the hundredth anniversary. Well, we better. Hey, it's anniversary. 53 minutes, man. <laughs> I think it's it's about time for us to say goodbye. I, I knew that would get a. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, look at the time, huh? I think we're dragging this on too long. Hey, listen, oh, guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Randy, for being here and and talking to yeah, me. Thank you. And were you willing? Thank, it's your show. It's got your name on. Oh yeah. no, but yeah, I'm the guy who records it. But uh, also, I want to thank all the people good enough to be listening to the show. Yeah. And if you have been listening to the show, thank you. And uh, we are at your service for the ninth year. I know. Here on our little podcast, show two seventy three. That's right, baby. So anyway, we'll see you next time, guys. We certainly will. Uh, we're going to see you next week. Oh, next week. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Try bye, to. bye, bye, bye.